Hey, welcome back to the show, everyone. Today, we're going to listen to my speech at the Texas Youth Summit on September 18th. It was really exciting to have all of these youth, hundreds of youth and hundreds more on the waiting list and lines out the door for these youth to be there to listen to the conservative message and how they can get more involved in the political process. And my message was really simple. Don't let anyone tell you that because of your youth, you can't make a difference because young people built America. And, and that goes for any age, in fact. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't pursue your dreams and goals. And sometimes you don't always know what those dreams and goals are, but you gotta figure them out and you gotta go for them because this is America. The, the American dream is alive and well, and we can pursue liberty and freedom and happiness uh, to the best of our abilities in this exceptional nation. So I hope that you enjoy this show and give it five stars um, and, and tell others to subscribe if you enjoy it. Thanks so much, guys. Howdy. Howdy. How are you guys doing tonight? Awesome. Well, first, I want to start by thanking all of you for being here. I want to thank our volunteers, everyone that works so hard to make this happen. I want to thank Grace Church, um, Pastor Steve Riggle, Pastor Josh, and their entire team uh, for making this happen. Um, there's so many women that have worked so hard behind the scenes, uh, just day in and day out. Kristen, uh, I want to thank everyone for working so hard to make this happen. And now you guys, man, you guys look good. Turn to your neighbor and say, you look good. <laughs> say it one more time. <laughs> Y'all might meet your wife here <laughs> or your husband. Um, well, I want to start by telling you why we started Texas Youth Summit. Texas Youth Summit is here because the left has control of the media, Hollywood, the mainstream media, social media, um, and our education system. And so we're working to educate young people because you may not realize this, but you guys are so important. You are our future. President Reagan said, freedom is only one generation away from extinction. It's on the back of some of your shirts. You gotta fight for it. You gotta fight for it. And if you don't, we're gonna lose this country. And there's a lot of things going on right now. And if we don't continue to fight, then we will lose this country. But I am so optimistic about what I'm seeing today. And I'm optimistic about our country at large. God has good things for our country and he's not done with us yet. Am I right? America's the greatest country in the world and the most exceptional nation, and we live in the greatest state in the union here in Texas, right? God bless Texas. Well, in my own journey, I was raised in a Christian conservative home, and I went off to college, and there were good, well-meaning liberal professors, and and I say they meant well because they weren't bad people. Because at, at that time, liberals and conservatives could at least agree that this was a great country. They just had different ideas about how to make it better. Well, and my parents raised me right. They were good people. But when I went off to college, there were a lot of liberal teachers that taught me on climate change and gun control. And a lot of my peers were liberal. And so we had different ideas about what was right. And I was grappling with the truth, wondering what was true. And at the time, at this season, I didn't know what to believe. And so I, I really think about that, and I know that, man, my peers were 
a great impact on me because what they believed sometimes is what I believed. And that's why it's so important to know why you believe what you believe. Not just the right answers, but why you believe what you believe. Here's the statistic. According to a Harris poll, 61% of 18 to 24-year-olds have a positive view of socialism. That's higher than any other age group, though 25 to 34-year-olds are not far behind with 51% favorability towards socialism. Socialism is not the answer. It's, people always want to point to Scandinavia, and I'm from Norway. You know, I was born in Norway, and my, and my mom's Norwegian. My dad's American. So, um, and I, I love this country, and this is the greatest country in the world. But I know for a fact that Scandinavia is not what the socialists point to it as. It's not, they're not socialists there. They're capitalists, actually. A better example of socialism is actually Venezuela. And if you look at what happened in Venezuela, it was the crown jewel of South America. It was oil-rich. And if you look at what's happening now, they went very socialist, very communist. And, and unfortunately, people are eating out of their trash can. They're having civil war. People are eating their pets. Uh, they really don't, half of them don't know who is president uh, because it, it, there's a lot of turmoil and chaos going on in, 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 in that country. And if we're not careful, that can happen here. And so socialism is not the answer. But people are, are, are influenced by their peers. And so that's why we're here to educate you so you can get the right ideas about what you believe and know why you believe what you believe. And you're going to do that with some of our great speakers that we have coming up tonight. I'll also say that um, we've got to do a lot to change the tide, and it starts with us. We've got to use our voices to be the difference makers. Research shows that young people, again, they listen to their peers more than anyone else. So your voice matters. When you hear your liberal teacher saying something that doesn't ring true, I want to challenge you, whether you're in high school or college, challenge that liberal professor on their ideas. This is something when I became a conservative that I did. I challenged my teachers and my professors in a 200-person auditorium. You'd think that would sound a little intimidating, right? But I did it in a nice way. I wasn't aggressive. I wasn't calling them names. I just said, so wait a minute. You're telling me that all Republicans are racist. Why do you believe that? That's not what I'm seeing. Let me tell you why. And, you know, that led into a conversation. Of course, the guy got a little red-faced because he probably didn't expect me to challenge him on that assertion. And we actually had a good conversation after class. I emailed him, and I went to his office. And you know what? The guy actually ended up writing me a letter of recommendation. And so you can be happy warriors. You can fight people with a smile on your face. You can stand up for your values with a smile on your face. You don't have to do what those people that are very passionate, but that there's a lot of young people that are tearing down statues, burning down cities, destroying small businesses, attacking police officers. See, they're passionate, but they're not happy warriors. We're not trying to fight that kind of war. We don't want a civil war in this country. What we want is a culture war to win the battle of ideas, you know? And so we've got to win that battle of ideas. And it all starts with us knowing why we believe what we believe and then going out and doing it. And I promise you, if you do what it takes to learn and educate yourself, you're going to be able to challenge authority. And I encourage you to challenge authority. Don't just sit idly by and let people say whatever they want to say. Challenge them and your friends too. Doesn't matter who they are, challenge them on their ideas. I believe that God has gifted us, 
gifted us all with abilities, intelligence, and the talent to do something special with our lives, to be difference makers. My charge to you is don't waste your life on things that don't actually matter. Don't waste your life on people that don't matter. And I'll just tell you, when I was in high school, there's a lot of nice people, but I'm, I'm friends with about a handful of them now. And, and don't waste your time spending time with people that aren't good people. And I also want to cur- encourage our men in the room because there's this whole notion of toxic masculinity. No. Be men. Be men. Be chivalrous. Be responsible. Be hardworking. Sweat a little. Pick up stuff. Roll around in the dirt. Boys, be boys. Be kind. Be loving. Be sensitive sometimes. But be strong. Be men. And don't be ashamed to be men. The right, the right people will be attracted to that. The wrong people will not. Maybe some of you do not know exactly what you're called to do. And so it may feel kind of generic when I'm standing up here just talking about going and pursuing your dreams. But I want to challenge you to get a vision for where you want to go. Get some ideas in your mind from this conference. Take some notes. Drink some coffee, some caffeine. Pay attention and figure out what it is you're called to do. Because God has given you all of the abilities to do something. Maybe some of you are supposed to start conservative organizations. Maybe some of you are supposed to run for political office. Madison Cawthorn, he's 25. He shocked the world. He won his Republican primary there in North Carolina. And he's doing incredible things now. And he's going to be the youngest congressman in our, in our nation. I've been texting back and forth with him, and he actually wants to come to our summit next year. That's exciting. Um, and, and one of the things that he really inspired me, though, about is not just his primary one, but one of the things that he said. And you don't have to wait till you're 30 or you're 40 or you're 50 to do something. You can do something right now. Don't let anyone despise you because of your youth. Don't let anyone look down on you. Because you can do something right now. You can make a difference. So get out there and go and make a difference. And our founding fathers, look at them. Young people built America. George Washington was 21 years old when he received his first military commission. Abraham Lincoln was 22 when he first ran for public office. Thomas Jefferson was 35 when he wrote the Declaration of Independence. And it had over a dozen signers under the age of 35. It's incredible. James Madison wrote the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. He was in his 30s. Don't tell me you can't do something. You can do something. You can build America too. You can make it greater than it's ever been before. And I actually had a conversation with an historian, an American historian, David Barton, this week. It was a really great conversation. And um, he joked with me, and he was a little sarcastic, and he said, Christian, those are actually the old guys. I was like, the old guys? And he told me something interesting. He said, Orrin Howe received the Medal of Honor at age 14 at Vicksburg, fighting. 
John Clem, at 12 years old, was a lieutenant in the Union forces at Chickamauga. John Quincy Adams, at eight years old, had his musket out fighting alongside the Massachusetts Minutemen. Andrew Jackson, at 13 years old, was a prisoner of war captured by the British for fighting the British. Those are some young people. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but that inspires me. That really inspires me. There's this term called adulting, and adolescence has increased from 18 to, you know, when you were 18 before, that's when you were a man. Now it's like 35, so you're still kind of adulting up until that point. So under that liberal view of the word adult, you know, I'm not an adult yet. That's the wrong mindset because being an adult, being a man or a woman, you might be biologically male or female, but being a, a grown man or a grown woman, being an adult, being responsible, making the most of your opportunities of this one life that you've been given and not squandering it, being busy, doing good things, making the world a better place, that's, that's adulting. So um, I want to encourage us all here that we need, to, we, need to, we need to make sure that we're adulting. And if you look at history, it really wasn't about age. It was about mindset. And on the flip side of that, you're never too old to accomplish your dreams either. And so I want you to have it in your mind that you can do something. And whatever it is you feel called to do, start a business, shake things up, start an organization, run for office, make some money, help some people run for office. And if your candidate... If your representative is not actually a conservative, even though they say they are, primary them. Help someone else primary them. Do the hard work to get the right people in office so that we can make this country a better place. What do you think? We need young, energetic, patriotic citizens of America to, to stand up and to do what's right and to fight for this country. We've got to win the culture war. We've got to win the battle of ideas. There's no one else that's going to do it. It's going to take me and you. It's going to take me and you. We've got to, we're in this together. We've got to do everything that we can to get out there, to get active, and to change the narrative about young people, to do everything that we can to make a difference. We've got to get conservative leaders elected. There's a place to register to vote out there and if you're of the right age, if you're, you need to get out there, and if you haven't already, go register to vote and go vote and take 10 of your friends with you. Anyone can do this. Put some elbow grease into it. Block walk, phone bank, make a difference in this election. Get conservative leaders elected. And you can do that. You can be a difference maker. I know in my own story, I just want to share a little bit real quick. Um, there were certain moments I, I got to debate Obamacare for college Republicans, and I made the school paper back when I was 21, and we were going against the college Democrats. And these little moments where I just, I was a little nervous to go do that because I knew the paper was there and everybody was watching a room full of people, and I didn't want to be in front of people. But I, I just bit my tongue, I just put my head down, and I went for it. And it was taking a little risk, taking a little bit of chance, and, and getting out there and going and doing something. Uh, an internship, I didn't get paid anything to go intern for a congressman. 
in my hometown there in Sugarland for Congressman Pete Olson. But you know what? That was well worth it because it gave me some experience. I wrote my master's thesis on Hispanic voting behavior in Texas. I had no idea what I was going to do that, with that. And I also volunteered at a Republican event, and I met everyone in the room. And someone there uh, passed my resume along, and I got a job with Greg Abbott, who was running for governor. I stayed in touch with that guy, and uh, he, that helped me get the job, and he helped me get a job with his boss, Senator Ted Cruz. And so I traveled the country with his father, working with Christians and Tea Party groups and churches, and, and we really worked really, really hard, and it was a lot of fun, and I learned so much. And what I'm telling you is that you've got to get out there. You've got to network and meet new people. It doesn't happen you know, sitting on your couch, wishing and hoping. You got to get out there and you got to move and you got to hustle. When you network and when you serve, um, in my experience, good things have always happened. There's so many ways that you can do that. Um, you know, and, and doors open. In my experience, a door opened to be Congressman Kevin Brady's uh, campaign manager. I started Faith Leaders prayer breakfasts and lunches and got to work with all these churches. And I'm still doing a lot of that today now. Um, I, I work with Congressman Dan Crenshaw and Congressman Kevin Brady working with pastors all throughout the Houston area. And I'm still doing a lot of that stuff now. And, and it's, it's a lot of fun. But my point is getting out there. And, and it's funny how you network and you meet people and they introduce you to people and then you meet more people. And sometimes you become closer with the people that, you, that, intro, that they introduce you to than the people that introduce you. You understand? And so it's, it's interesting how many doors can open up if you just work hard. All of these experiences, I did that uh, with Congressman Brady 2016 to 2018. All of these experiences that uh, being his campaign manager and all these doors, it, it led me to meeting all the kinds of interesting people. And I've known just this past year with what's been going on with the pandemic, I volunteered a lot of my time working with food banks uh, just to help distribute food to help hurting, hungry families that are low income. And, 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 I, and I tell you, I met so many great people. And sometimes you don't really know why you're doing what you're doing. But when you get out there and you help people and you don't care what you get out of it in return, it feels, it feels so right to be helping people, to be serving people. So what I want to encourage you to do is find areas where you can serve other people, where you can be civically engaged. It may not even be political. It may just be working with the food bank. But get out there and go help people. Do what you can to serve others and make a difference. And I promise you, when you have that mindset, to help people, to love people, to serve people, to make a difference. Good things are going to happen. Good things are going to happen. And in closing, I just want to reiterate one point. I want to encourage you to get a vision for your life, for what you feel called to do. If you pray, pray. Ask God. If you're not religious, ask the universe to give you ideas for what you can do to make a difference in our community, in this state, in this country, to help people, to love people, to serve people, to make a difference. Go make your dreams come true. And that may sound cliche, but you cannot make a dream come true if you don't have any idea what it is you want to do. If it's just kind of fuzzy and you don't have a specific goal of what it is you're trying to accomplish, then you may not like where you end up. 
So it's important that you get a vision for what you feel called to do. And I want to say this one more time. If your representative in government is not a true conservative, hey, maybe you should run for office. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. So start organizations, small businesses, and let's make our mark on this generation. Let's make America greater than it's ever been before. And do not forget to register to vote. You can do that here. Go outside, register to vote if you haven't already. Vote early. Take 10 people with you. And if you don't vote early, vote on November 3rd. And let's make our mark on this generation. God bless you. God bless Texas. Thank you, guys.